Hey, welcome into episode 43 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon. I am here with the Worth Brothers, Josh and Jordan. How you guys doing? Hey, Hey, we up in here. Thanksgiving Eve. You guys got any big plans tomorrow? Doing anything fun? Eating. Yeah, Eating. that's the truth. I'm a little bit drinking. Eat. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm I, a skinny man, and I will pack away a lot more than people would believe tomorrow. It's yeah. going to be an impressive feat. Yeah. I've, so I've much stuffing. <laughs> it amazes me what your skinny, tiny little <laughs> body can eat. I can do it sometimes, and tomorrow feels like a day where I will. Thanksgiving's uh, always a day for it, though. Like, <laughs> you just have to do it. Yeah. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, Thanksgiving and we, Eve, actually, we we made a big soup. I'm excited to to actually eat that when we're done recording. I haven't eaten anything in like hours. I had Jersey nice. Mike's. It was good. Nice, nice. We got some Thanksgiving games too, so we got some stuff to watch tomorrow while we're. Hanging with the family all day, all day of Thanksgiving football, baby. Go! Yeah. What in God's name was that? <laughs> that was a turkey, I think, man. Oh, oh yeah, okay. You guys <laughs> caught, caught caught a live one over there, huh? <laughs> all right, let's, let's, it's not, put it right back there. in the oven, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Let's hop into this daily roundabout here. Uh, the Jets announced that Mike White is going to start uh, at home against the Bears on Sunday. Uh, Zach Wilson has only lost two games so far, both against the Patriots, though. Um, <laughs> this is yeah. my favorite thing, is that <laughs> the Jets haven't beat the Pats in like uh, like 200 years, and <laughs> Zach Wilson gets absolutely punished for playing a horrible game against him. And it was bad. Like, I think no it was excuses. more his comments after the game. I totally like, get that. I I totally understand. But... The team's lost confidence in him. Oh, yeah, man. when you throw everybody under the bus like that, like, no, I didn't let anybody down. Like, really? Like, you know, that's he's going to be completely inactive for the game on Sunday. Like, here's my point. Okay, this that soundbite is going to be lost to history after this season, and nobody's going to remember any of that. But the Jets are still going to have that loss to the Pats, regardless of who was QB. And it, you know, it just feels symbolic at a moment where they're going to the try to make a playoff run. So, hey, can I ask you why? Are, why are they not going to Joe Flacco? Yeah, I don't know why either. Mike White was supposed to be the guy before he got injured and Flacco came in. And Yeah, but Flacco think, played great for them uh, to start the season. I'm not disputing that at all. I'm just trying to relay a little bit of history so people have some context. Weird, man, because Flacco yeah. was, yeah, Flacco looked good to start the season. It's I part agree. of the reason they have the record they do. And Well, they, they have awesome pass catchers. 50 plus times a game. Like, yeah. you know, they had to have had confidence in Flacco to let him throw that much. Is Elijah Mitchell potentially Elijah a th- more or sorry, Elijah Moore potentially a thing now? Still got to see what he does. I mean, him and Mike White did have a pretty good connection last season. So there's yeah. a chance. Um, I don't hate it. Somebody and... that I would look at. Mike but... White. Yeah. I don't there, know. There's a lot of turmoil one. right <laughs> now. It's like a rap name. Would you feel more comfortable having him on your roster than like Melvin Gordon, who doesn't have a team right now? <laughs> oh, Melvin Gordon should be dropped in all leagues. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know wow. that he even played again this season. What That's about in a, Would you drop him in a dynasty league? No, no. Nah. But right, in cool. in redraft, in he the, should be dropped. Yeah, I agree. I don't he know where he could get picked up that he could. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where he could get picked up that he'd have a role at, at all. Um, you know, uh, maybe maybe Kansas City, but I don't know why Kansas Jets. City would sign him. I, no, he's too much of a liability. It feels like for the Jets, who already have yeah, liabilities. I, I, I just don't. I don't think so. No. Um, no. Yeah, Kansas City. Yeah, I I would be shocked if Kansas City picked him up. That would be the only spot. They win games. Yeah, like they can't afford they can't afford fumbles at the one yard line. No, no, I just no. All right, off your roster. Goodbye. Okay, fair enough. Yep, just like he was off our roster. Bye bye. What about Uh, the Panthers? What if they What if they picked him up? Still, bye bye. 
Uh, I don't. <laughs> guy shouldn't play another Jedi, NFL game. Melvin Gordon. Twelve fumbles doesn't deserve a roster spot. It is. I, we are going into week twelve, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow, that's brutal. Three of them All inside right. the five yard line. Get so, rid of Melvin Gordon. All right. uh, the Texans announced Mike Kyle Allen. Actually, I don't think the Texans officially announced that Kyle Allen will start on Sunday because uh, he said that they announced uh, that he's would, taking first team snaps. Yeah, yeah. They they said they they said they haven't announced it yet because it would give the other team an advantage. Um, <laughs> okay. So basically, you just said that you're going to have a new quarterback, <laughs> but I'm not going to officially tell you. Uh, <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you something. All right. Yeah. When yeah. you're playing the Texans, <laughs> your advantage is not being the Texans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're already at an advantage. So, and then there was another quarterback change. The Panthers announced that Sam Darnold will make his first start of the season against the Denver Broncos. Um, yeah. Poor guy. Sam He's going to be yeah. seeing ghosts all over that field. Oh, man, poor, poor guy. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the Bucks say that they will go with a hot seeing hand at running back. Out here. And. Uh, Leonard Fournette is still, uh, you know, battling an injury too. So this could be an interesting one. We could see more um, of a running back by committee there. Justin Fields is day to day, not a candidate for IR. I'm shocked that he's going to try and get out there on Sunday. They say that he's going to try and play. Um, yeah. Have saying it wasn't a dislocated shoulder and it was like a shoulder sprain. No, they so. said that he had a ligament damage from what I heard. The, this l- most recent look said it wasn't as bad as they thought it was, and that's why he turned to day to day and might start this Sunday. the 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 thing that says that he's not a candidate for IR makes me way more worried than anything else because that's like, well, he might be out for two to three weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. Justin Fields says shoulder injury is full separation and partially torn ligaments. When was that? Uh, nine hours ago. When I was writing this, this this was you know a news story from like six hours previous to me writing it. So, oh yeah, it says Justin Fields has separated shoulder with partially torn ligaments. All right, Battle- so we don't know. An AC joint sprain is basically right. what he's battling. So, yeah, which is not a dislocated shoulder. Still, right. should be throwing a football. Yeah. Just my idea, but well, it's well, not his throwing many arm. Times anyways, it's not his throwing arm. Yeah, Daryl Henderson. We'll just yeah. I, well, hopefully we see him out there. I mean, I, it was fun to watch him play. So, you know, he's taken the the NFL by storm in the recent weeks. So, um, you know, I wonder if it limits his rushing ability a little bit, just because they're worried that he could take a hit. But we'll see about that. Still, yeah. Uh, Daryl Henderson was claimed by the Jaguars. Um, I don't think this bites too much into ETN's uh, usage. Maybe a little either. bit of the goal line stuff. Definitely not this, you know, week. But um, yeah, it could be a little bit of interesting. What what comes? There. It just seems like I a think death bad to me. Same. Yeah, I think so too. Daryl Henderson's a good, you know, a good backup running back though. So sure. Um, Arizona fires their assistant coach for groping someone, a woman, while in Mexico. He was sent home Sunday night before the game even started back to Arizona and immediately fired. This is actually the second assistant coach for Arizona to be fired for the same reason. Yeah. Um, Which is. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. This is why we don't record when you guys are drinking. <laughs> My apologies. We'll have to label this episode explicit. A little Brandon wants to uh, that out, but you know, yeah. it's just like, come on. It is yeah. like, like, come on. Here's when you're yeah. in another country, you're in a capacity like this. You're also a representative of the country. It doesn't matter if of. you're a representative so, of anybody. You so never do this to anyone. No, you're right. for sure. But like it, it, like it just escalates how crazy it is because it's like it's it's just it's just astounding. It gets associated with football in Mexico. You know, with American football in Mexico City, uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just, yeah, it's it's terrible. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing, and I'm I'm bummed about it, and that's why I put it in the, the show doc. And yeah. you know, it seems like there's, um, 
just a culture in a lot of teams in Arizona, unfortunately, that where this is the kind of thing that happens. And it's like, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, unfortunately, we have to talk about it. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's hop over to the injury news. Um, uh, CH is headed to IR. He has a high ankle sprain. Uh, We could actually see Ronald Jones on the field if they want to keep that three running back committee that they've been running. Um, I think we're going to see more of just Pacheco and McKinnon out there, though, would be my guess. Um, Juju is still in the concussion protocol, did not practice again today, so it's not very likely we see him play this week again. Um, Fournette uh, is dealing with a hip pointer. There is a chance that he misses Sunday, uh, which would just open the door for White even more. uh, Yeah, especially after that coach comment about playing the hot hand. Yeah, and if you see him have a breakout game, Fournette may not see much of the field again. Yep. Uh, Joe Mixon is still in the concussion protocol as well, so chances are he does not play on Sunday, considering he didn't practice either this week. Uh, Jamar Chase is considered day-to-day. There is a chance that he plays on Sunday. According to Joe Burrow, he is going to play on Sunday. Um, Yeah, players say a lot of things, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Broncos placed Chase Edmonds on IR, likely ending his season. I doubt he'll come back. Um, they just traded for him. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Broncos I mean, injuries his... just continue, man. Oh, my gosh, man. I'm really tired of list. I, I couldn't even list to you all of the players we have on IR right now. That's it's up to crazy. like 25 or 26 now. Hospitals in Denver are backed up. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Kyler Kyler Murray does say that he is going to play on Sunday. It was leaning Woo. toward that anyways. Um, now let's go. Uh, Matt I Stafford is all yeah. Matt Stafford has already been ruled out for Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, undrafted free agent Bryce Perkins will start for them because uh, their other backup uh, Wofford is are is injured as well. So Perkins that's going to be interesting for them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor guy. Uh, and they have to play the they have to play the Chiefs. So yes, they do. <laughs> that game is going to be over quick. Um, yeah, play the Chiefs, Rams, D guys. The Rams have not ruled out season-ending surgery for Stafford. I figure because the season's over for them, like they're out mm-hmm. of the playoff hunt. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it that they have a season-ending surgery, so he's ready for next season. Yeah, he's um, paid. They're not trying to trade him or anything like that. So yeah. There's uh, no commitment to Hollywood Brown playing on Sunday versus the Chargers. Uh, I thought he was going to go last week, and then this week's been a little bit more up in the air again. So not really sure. I don't know why they activated him when he's not ready to go. Yep. Uh, So that one's kind of keep an eye on that for, you know, when Sunday rolls around, because I don't think Rondell Moore is going to play either this week. Um, I haven't really heard a lot on Rondell Moore, but. That's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, he had a hamstring injury, right? Yep, yep. Uh, Josh Allen sheds his elbow sleeve, and he was limited in practice, but he's 100% a go. Uh, He'll be be playing on Sunday, or on Thursday. Uh, Lamar Jackson popped up on the injury report with a hip injury, and he is questionable uh, for Sunday, which I hope not. I'm not ready for that. Please. Right, me Um, either. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers confirms that he is playing with a broken thumb. I think that happened in like week two from what I remember. I, I remember the game when he was like, you know, shaking his hand and dealing with that issue. Um, yeah, same. And it, so, he's been playing with tape on his thumb, I guess, um, in, in practice. And then they just blatantly like asked him about it. And he was like, yeah, I broke my thumb. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that wasn't legal. I thought they had to report that. I'm surprised this hasn't came out sooner. I don't know, but well, it it might not have to be reported if it doesn't limit him in practice and it, it hasn't, you know, he's not Mm -hmm. missing anything because of it. Yeah. All right. Let's hop into the week 12 preview. Uh, This week we have no buy game, no buy uh, teams. So that's uh, good. Um, No buy week 12. (laughs) Um, all right, so we have three games going tomorrow on Thanksgiving. Bills seven and three at Lions four and six. Fifty four and a half point over under the Bills minus nine and a half. Uh, this just seems like a game where you basically start everyone on the Bills, um, and then 
you know what? I guess the only player that I'm curious about, two players, are both running backs for um, one for the Lions, one for the Bills. Uh, can you flex Cook? And how do you feel about DeAndre Swift? I was telling Jordan earlier, I think Cook is a fine flex candidate. Swift over Cook, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Who, also, who would you flex uh, Cook over, though? Like, that's that's my, like, where's your line with Cook? Because I don't. He's a I, I don't. Yeah. He's probably a low-end RB2, high-end RB3. I'd flex him over, like, Adam Thielen against the Patriots. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, I guess. Okay. So there's your kind of line, I guess. Um, or but, you know, or Darius Slayton against the Cowboys. Yep. Mm, still would probably start Slayton. Okay. That might yeah. be like where we're at ahead then. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but obviously you're starting Amon Ra, you know, Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, uh, Singletary, I think is a, a fine play. Jamal Williams Same. is a, Mm-hmm. play you can run against the bills so you know he should be fine there the bills have shown they can be beat uh so this should be a high scoring game i actually look forward to seeing what this is uh, yeah, i I'll- hope so go on and raw um it looks like yeah. both of these teams are probably missing their top corner right now too so yeah it's just it uh, should be a, a points bonanza i'm excited then we have a big showdown game between the seven and three Giants and the seven and three Cowboys. Forty-four Let's and a half go, point dude. over under. Cowboys minus nine and a half, though. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what that line's about. Nah, that's that's the Cowboys are gonna win by a lot. Yeah, I yeah. think they're gonna win. I don't know if it's by a lot. I think they win by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm kind of in that camp where I think the I think I'd take the take the over and the Cowboys with the points. I'd take the Cowboys losing the points. Yeah, because you've I got think winning by ten is a as a pretty solid win. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's a pretty solid probability for the Cowboys. Okay, so nine and a half, I'd lay those points. Yeah. Um. Are you know with Saquon it wor- I, it worries me. He's had some struggles recently, and this this line is insane. Yeah, they are. We were talking about that, but I'm not as worried about Saquon as I am about Dalvin in the next game that we're going to talk about against the Patriots. And like I own both of them in Dynasty League, and I was trying to decide where that line was at. And I'm going to start Mostert over Dalvin, but not over Saquon. Yeah, I think you Mostert have to start Houston. Saquon. He's their whole offense. Yeah, It's almost impossible to bench him if you own him. I agree. Uh, His to top me, five the running ceiling back. is just gone for him this week. And it could yeah. be rough. You know, you're hoping you get that 14 point game. You're you're hoping that he scores. You're hoping that that it hits the over and he scores one of the touchdowns is what you're yeah. hoping for. But I yeah. wouldn't bet on a touchdown on him this week. Like if you were placing some bets or something, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't place one there. Now, on the other side, though, you know, I like I like uh, both Zeke and Pollard in this game. Um you know, we talked a little yeah. bit about that, but I could see both of them finding the end zone this week. The Again. Giants run D are not slouches, though. So this 18th it, against the run. What's that? 18th They're 18th. OK, so right, not terrible, right, in the, right in the middle. You know, they have their good games, but I think they have to respect the pass a lot more against this team. You know, I like Dalton Schultz in this game. I like CeeDee Lamb in this game. Mm hmm. Um, I like Schultz in this game for sure. Yeah, I like Schultz in this game as well. So, um, yeah, um, let's go over to the Patriots then. The Patriots six and four at Vikings eight and two, 42 and a half point over under. Vikings only minus two and a half. And I think that's basically just because they're the home team. That's absurd. Um, I think the Pats win this game. Easy. I'm going to go with the Vikings still. I still think the Vikings win this game. Really? Yeah, yeah. And take Kirk Cousins in a primetime Thanksgiving Day game. Yeah, I'm gonna against do it. Belichick and the the Patriots, whose defense go, is like 
not allowing anybody to score anything. Number one in the I, league I, right I think, now. I think they win by a field goal. I think there's only like two touchdowns scored in this whole game, and I think they win by a field goal. Man, no Justin, way. Jeff, Justin Jefferson is still special. Write like, me down he's, right he's now for a Matthew Judon strip sack fumble right now. It's, it's happening. I still think the Vikings win this game. Yep. I'm taking no, it. I'm I'm taking I can't it. wait to watch this game. Then. Josh put it in the show doc that he thinks the Vikings lose this game, and I am totally I on said board the with that. Win this game. I said the All Vikings right. win the game. All right, I'm yeah. really happy that we have a disagreement this early. Yeah, yeah. No, this is, Patriots are going to win this game. Uh, okay. I'm not worried about Justin Jefferson. He's too. Okay, gay. you're not worried about Justin Jefferson. I am. All. I'm not. Not at all. Zero. He's too good. He wasn't too I, good last week. He? I know he's, he's awesome, yeah. but I love Justin Jefferson. I'm a total he has like to I overcome l- Kirk Cousins. I learned how to do the gritty because of my love for Justin Jefferson. My kid All says right. that Uncle Jordan does the gritty. She knows. Yeah, All this right. is a thing. Like I do it at work. My my coworkers <laughs> know that I do the gritty. Like the. I love Justin Jefferson, and I am worried this week. Uh, you don't bench him though, no matter what. So it's, all, it's really even, hard. It's, it, a question. it's really hard, him. but it's hard to bench Dalvin Cook as well. And I'm talking about starting Raheem Mostert over Dalvin Cook. Do you think, like, would you start Raheem Mostert over Dalvin Cook? I would start Raheem Mostert over Dalvin Cook just because of who Raheem Mostert plays. He I plays Houston. Most- They're 32nd against running backs. Yeah, so. I wouldn't most weeks though. No, right, well, let's jump most the... weeks, but we're talking about yeah. this week when the Viking, like the Patriots, are number one against running backs. That uh, and the Texans are thirty second. So I unless think... your team is unbelievably stacked at wide receiver, I'm never benching Justin Jefferson. Like I could never ever take him out of my lineup. I can live with that one week that he's going to have three points, but. You have 44 points on your bench out of him. You are going to be pissed, and he's capable of doing that against anybody. What I I think what I'm I'm not saying bench Justin Jefferson. I think what I'm saying is that if you're like if you're not the favorite in your matchup and you have Justin Jefferson, then in your flex spot you need to be taking somebody who can boom over somebody safe like if if you're deciding between somebody with a nice safe floor versus a high ceiling you go the high ceiling this week if you have justin jefferson because yeah. you're he's probably not your boom player he's probably week. not going to put up some insane game like this is a really tough matchup for him yeah i, I mean i could see it being a tough matchup but i could never bring myself to to do it so all right, well, let's jump into the Sunday slate. Uh, we got the Buccaneers 5-5 five and five at Browns 3-7, and 42.5 point over-under, Buccaneers minus 3.5. The Bucs are currently on a two-game win streak, and the Browns are on a two-game losing streak. And I'm willing to bet one of them goes to a three-game win streak and the other goes to a three-game losing streak. Yeah, same. Um, you know, the, the Browns have won one of their last seven games. You know, you're, you're starting Evans, Godwin, I think you're safe starting, you know, Cameron Brait. Uh, you're starting Chubb and Amari Cooper. But, you know, then there's some question marks around Fournette versus White. Do you start both of them? Do you start either of them? Are I think you, you start worried? Rashad White no matter what. Okay, really? what about Fournette? I don't I think do you start Rashad White if Fournette plays. Same. I think if Fournette plays, you start Fournette, and if Fournette doesn't play, you start Rashad White. That's how I am. I think you play Fournette if he plays, and you play White either way. Mm. I don't, I don't it know. Depends on who that. on who you've got, um, of course. But there's you know, no bye weeks this there's week. No bye I don't, there's yeah. no yeah, bye, but I'd you might be a team that had injuries not. happen, and you don't have depth at running back, and you know. He, Rashad White or James Cook? James Cook. Because I think uh, that game is over sooner. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think maybe James Cook's a better play if Fournette plays. If Fournette doesn't play easily, Fournette, Rashad White. 
Yes, agreed. Hmm. Now, what about uh, Donovan Peoples Jones? I'm still not convinced for some reason. He's seeing the targets. He is. And are we out on Kareem Hunt then? Way out. Okay, me too. I can't believe they didn't trade him. It's it's crazy because I can't either. Week to week, he's in the same conversation as as a lot of other, you know, uh, other players and. He seems like an obvious bench to me, despite the fact that he could have, you know, a nice game any given week. James Cook or Kareem Hunt? James Cook. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rashad White. Rashad White. I mean, I know we talk about Brady being a good streaming option, but with no bye weeks, you likely already have your starting quarterback there. Um, You know, but if there is an injury, if Lamar Jackson ends up being a late scratch, you know, he's somebody you could lean to um, as well. So. All right, let's jump over to the Bengals six and four at Titans seven three forty two and a half point over under Bengals minus one and a half. Um, if Jamar Chase plays in this game, I like the Bengals for sure in this game. Would you still flex Boyd if Jamar Chase plays? No, no. Yeah, would Boyd then be droppable for you? No, no. Okay. Uh. You could potentially flex Boyd. It just kind of limits his upside. So there's probably better options. What about Traylon Burks? Would you start Traylon Burks then over Boyd? If Chase plays, I would flex Burks ahead of Boyd. If Chase doesn't play, I would flex Boyd ahead of Burks. And I think there's a lot of people I'd flex Burks ahead of. I think he's a, a, you know, fine play this week. Yeah. But without, yeah. if you're missing Chase or you're missing Higgins, Boyd is an awesome play. Yeah. He's still going to have the variability of a wide receiver. He might have a down week, but like overall, you're going to get good production when he's there because he's going to have the target volume. Okay. I like it. Uh, let's go over the Texans 1 8 and 1 at Dolphins 7 and 3. 45 and a half point over under Dolphins minus 12 and a half. <laughs> it should be Dolphins <laughs> minus 20. <laughs> yeah. Uh the Texans rookie DB Derek Stingley Jr. is questionable. Left last game, I believe, with a hamstring injury. Didn't practice much this week. If he's out, Waddle and Tyree Killer just gonna feast. It's gonna They're be going to anyways. It's just it's just icing on the cake. I'd yeah, love but to I, get them I, in I think my this DFS could, lineup. I think this could be a very run heavy game, too. Um you know, I, I really do. I think both Jeff Wilson and Mostert have big games this week. I, I think know. the Dolphins for the last few years, and maybe, maybe uh, McDaniel will kind of change the culture there a little bit, but they seem to have been one of those teams that's fine with running up the score when they are given the opportunity. And this seems like one of those games where they will be given yeah, the, the last, opportunity. The last few games, they've turned to the running game. I mean, Mostert yeah. and Jeff Wilson both really got involved. I mean, you didn't see big games out of uh, Tyreek Hill last week because they, I mean, he had a ga- a good game, but not like. Right. But he didn't Tyreke get 10 targets. Do. Yeah, because they ran the ball quite a bit. So yeah, I could fair. see that again this week, too. Um, I think the Dolphins defense is a great start this week, uh, especially yep. if they're Same. making the quarterback change too. So, uh, and yeah, fantastic on that start. Note, QB change and all. What are we doing with anybody on the Texans? Do you, I mean Damian Pierce is probably in Pierce, your lineup. That's it, and then, yeah, that's it. Yeah, no one else. The only one you can Pierce. feel confident in at all. Yep. Yep. All right, let's go to the Bears three and eight at Jets six and four over under thirty nine and a half. Uh, Jets minus four and a half. Um, this could be an interesting game depending on who ends who, up starting. Who even <laughs> plays in it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's their backup quarterback? Uh, man, he used to Trevor play Simeon. for the Broncos. Yeah, he used to play for the Broncos. So, yeah. Uh, Simeon. Yeah. Or at versus Mike White. I mean, <laughs> who wouldn't sign up to watch Yay. that game? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you're you're starting. I think Montgomery is a great smash start um, in this game, just because they may need to lean on him a little bit more, especially if Simeon ends up playing. Mm-hmm. Um, are we interested in anybody else? We talked a little bit about the Jets' pass catchers before. You know, Elijah Moore. Are we interested in you know Wilson? Where are you guys at on the Jets side? I don't think Garrett Wilson is the worst flex option. Outside I'd, of that, I'm kind of out. 
I'd definitely lean that way over Elijah Moore. Same. What about on the other side then, Wilson over Mooney? Yes. If Fields is going to play, I'd lean Mooney. I agree, actually. That's, yeah. Okay. What about uh, Cole Komet? If Fields plays, you start <laughs> Komet? I've, I feel like everything I've said tonight has been like, well, if this player's injured, I'd do this. But if they're not, I'd do this. So basically, the lesson from tonight's show is you're going to have to pay attention to the news over the next couple days because otherwise you're not going to have any idea what to do with your roster. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we got the next game. Falcons five and six at Commanders six and five. Forty one and a half point over under Commanders minus four. Uh, both teams are still fighting for a playoff spot. The Falcons can somehow still win their division. Um, commanders, are <laughs> supposed to, commanders are supposed to get Chase Young back in this game, which will just boost that defense that's actually turned it around and been playing pretty well as of late. Um, they're still rolling with uh, Taylor Heineke at quarterback. Um, you know, so I think, you know, you're starting McLaurin and Gibson. What about Brian Robinson? Yeah, I don't hate starting Brian yeah. Robinson. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Against the Falcons, I think it's a pretty good play. I think Gibson's um, a better play. Agreed. Yeah, which is weird. Uh, earlier in the season, yeah, we were done with I Gibson hate it. And, yeah. Uh, Cordero Patterson, you're starting. What about the other, I guess, weapons, if you want to call them that, for the Falcons? <laughs> uh, I'll Algier start all year. I yeah. would not probably start Algier this week. No, um, he's all right. I think Algier outscores Brian Robinson this week. Same. I, maybe. I don't know. It's a, it's so interesting with them. You just never know what you're going to get. And I, this commander's run defense is getting better. Um, and That's if true. Chase Young that, comes back. I can't deny that. And so I, to me, it just feels like the Falcons have uh, – you know, they started out the season and Cordero Patterson was the, the one – they're only running back that they cared about. And then, you know, as kind of happens in a rookie season, Algier has taken over a little bit of that workload and they trust him a little bit more now. So. Yeah. Um, what about Curtis Samuel and Drake London? You starting either one of them. I don't want to flex either, but if I don't, if I don't have better options somehow, then. Oh, I think Curtis Samuel's fine. Yeah. I'm still getting the work. Not that much. Not that much. Not as much as he it, was seeing. It's been less than it was at the beginning of the season, but he's still involved. And, you know, like, oh, I don't think we're expecting Jahan Dotson to be, in, you know, it, majorly involved. So it's still pretty much him behind Terry McLaurin and somewhere in a similar range to Gibson as like you know 2a 2b so okay let me let me it's the falcons like uh you know curtis samuel finished wide receiver in nine against minnesota a couple weeks ago but outside of that his best finish was wide receiver 29 over the last like 10 weeks yeah yeah i mean it's been it's been down but again it's the falcons and he's probably 2a 2b with with Gibson in this offense. So I think it's okay. Yeah. I'd okay. play him over John Dotson. Wouldn't you guys <laughs> Same, for sure? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. he's probably a low end wide receiver too. Nah, well, I think he's wide receiver. Okay, like a mid wide receiver. Wider, yeah. Yeah. So you'd so have that's to have a flex. Not too, you would have to have not too many good options to start, but you know, I could see it. All right. Uh, next game is the Broncos three and seven at Panthers three and eight. Thirty-five and a half point over under, which is too high. Broncos minus two and a half. <laughs> this is going to be like a sixteen to ten game. Um, Feels like that. Because, yeah, you're right. We can't but, score more than sixteen points, so it's going to no, be like I don't know, man. I think uh, I think Russell Wilson's actually going to score a couple of touchdowns in this game. Look, this we is, said that every week. This is the <laughs> perfect saying that. This is the perfect example. Would you rather start Curtis Samuel or any wide receiver in this game outside of uh, Cortland Sutton? Curtis, Curtis Samuel, but that's a low bar. Yeah, you're exactly. setting the bar really low. Curtis Samuel or Zay like, Jones? The, Zay Jones. I, that's close. The volume's pretty good in Jacksonville. 
Trevor Lawrence has had some really good weeks the last few weeks, so maybe Zay Jones. That's that's really close. We're going to jump into that game next. Let's finish up the Broncos and Panthers on this one. So, like, you're starting the Broncos defense, obviously. Latavius Murray, Deontay Foreman. Is there anybody else? DJ Moore. uh, Yeah. um, What about Dulcich? You know, we... I don't hate we Dulcich, all... but I hate every tight end. So, yeah, TE I'm, for terrible. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of out on Dulcich, and I'm kind of sad about it. Nah, I was play him. Really in on him. If you already went um, in on him, play him. He had a down week. It happens. Like he's he was getting volume. Judy, like I think we're expecting Jerry Judy will play, but he's still kind of banged up. So. It, you know, he's. I don't think Judy's gonna play. I don't think so. I either. Don't, yeah, I don't okay. Think well, then play. if he's he not, then sure. Week. Then sure. Go yeah. go. Greg Dulcich. No. Nah. Yeah. Tight end know. twelve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like right. ten, uh, in somewhere between eight and twelve on the week. Twelve. Yeah. All right, we got the Ravens seven and three at Jaguars three and seven forty three and a half point over under Ravens minus four. You're starting all the stars here. You got Lamar, Mark Andrews, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk. Um, I think you're safe to start Lawrence this week against I the agree. Ravens. Yeah, um, I think he can score. Um, I think the running back situation for the Ravens is kind of inter- interesting. Like, you know, is Gus Edwards playing? Have we has he been cleared? I have no idea. No clue. I, I don't either. And then you got you know. So then you got Kenny on Drake. So I think it's. Which, if Edwards plays, you start Gus Edwards. If Edwards yeah. doesn't play, you start Drake. Um, yeah. I think that's just about it. Uh, and kind of, I don't, like, don't expect anything great out of either of them, frankly. I like Zay Jones, though. Like, when we were talking about that, like, I think Zay Jones, especially in a PPR league, uh, I really like Zay Jones. The Jags could give it up on the ground, and that's what the Ravens want to do. Yeah. yeah, I think the Jaguars would be trying to fight to come back from behind too. So throwing the ball a yeah. little bit and trying to make plays happen. I like Zay Jones in this game too. Yep. Um, all right, let's go over to the Chargers five and five at Cardinals four and seven. 48 point over under Chargers minus four. Kyler is expected to play. So you're starting Kyler Herbert. He seems to be turning it around a little bit more now that he's getting some of his weapons back. Um, Eckler, Connor, Hopkins, Keenan Allen. And then if Mike Williams does not play, even I think if Mike Williams comes back, I would probably still go Palmer over Mike Williams this week. I made the Agreed. mistake. Last Same. Week. Um, I would probably keep you know, Mike Williams on my bench in like most situations. Yeah. Uh, Rondell Moore, I don't think he's going to end up playing. I haven't heard enough about where he's at this week, if he's practiced or not. So, um, if he does play, though, I think he's a fine start. Um, so I just want to point out Jordan called James Conner, James Conner earlier. And it cracked <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I, I accidentally missed the second end when I was typing it into the show doc and then we were cracking up about it. <laughs> so Rondell Moore is still questionable. He was listed as a non-participant in practice. So there's a chance that he doesn't end up playing this week. So. Um, yeah, that's kind of, kind of keep an eye on that. Cause if they don't have more and they don't have Hollywood, uh, Hopkins is going to have a field day. Because, yeah. Um, and James you know, Conner. Uh, yeah. But Hopkins, <laughs> he's going to, he's going to go for a hundred plus. Like, if, I, yep. I know. can see that. Yeah. So then we got the, the Raiders three and seven at Ooh, Seahawks look, hey. six and four. Hey, what? if yeah. if I'm oh. sorry, before we move on, if Rondale Moore and Hollywood both miss, are you guys willing to start uh, Greg Dortch? Dortch is dealing oh. with an injury now. Oh, yikes. Ankle injury, I believe. Yeah. Isn't that what I heard? So Who's behind yeah. Dortch? <laughs> uh, if you have AJ to ask, Green. don't back to the practice squad. AJ Green. But if you have to ask, you don't want to play him. No. Yeah. Oh, it was a thumb injury. Was listed as a non-participant in Wednesday's estimated injury report. No updates since then. Yep. So got an MRI on his thumb. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't start him. Um, all right, we got the Raiders three and seven at Seahawks six and four. 
47 and a half point over under Seahawks minus three and a half. Yeah. Give me Seahawks. Uh, yeah. I, I, we have car listed as a start. I, to, to be honest, I probably wouldn't start car this week. Um, I can't I know see car finishing outside of like top 14 QBs, even without no buys this week. Yeah. I, Considering I think... the matchups for several of the other guys who'd be right in that like 10 to 15 range, exactly. I kind of agree. Cousins and has a bad injuries, matchup. Benchings, like Daniel Jones and Dak okay, Prescott both bench... have a tough game. Like it's. You're saying benchings, but none of those players finished in the top 15. That's why they're getting benched. Okay, that's, that's fair, but. <laughs> Boom. Davis Mills was the beginning of the year we thought would be, you know, maybe a streaming key. And he's had some he's had some okay games fantasy wise. Like, yeah, right, he's bad for NFL, but fantasy's you're different. St- you're starting Gino. Uh I think he's a smash play this week. I think it's a great start. Uh I'd Ken rather Walker. start Gino than Carr, and I think Josh same, is yeah. on the same page. Yeah. We just think he's probably QB 11, 12, somewhere in there. So if you're streaming QB in a 1QB 12-team, 14-team league, it, Carr is, is probably fine to start. Yeah. Ken Walker is a smash start. I like Jacobs. We talked about DK Lockett. I like Lockett this week a lot. Same, um, I like Lockett to I be think the he top can, scorer. I think he can game. sneak behind the uh, – I think Adams is the top scorer in this game. Um, or Ken Walker. Ken Walker is going to score t- two touchdowns this week. <laughs> he keeps put, saying put, that. Put, put it Dude, on the I think it's when Jacobs is the one that scores two touchdowns. Lockett could score four touchdowns in this game. I'm not joking. Yeah. Like uh, Ken, Ken, exactly Walker's getting, Ken Walker's getting two of them, so Lockett can't get four. So <laughs> I'm just – Put it on the board. Ken Walker scored two touchdowns this week, so it's it's gonna happen. Mm. Uh, Zach will be excited to hear that when he listens to this tomorrow. Like so. I said, I think it's more likely Jacobs does it just because he actually like does that frequently in his career. So does Ken Walker? Yeah, Ken Walker's had played like six games. <laughs> What's your point? That's My like point that's is a Jacobs pretty... has done it over like four years. I'm I'm just saying, I would bet you. That Ken Walker would I'm just saying is always my favorite argument. <laughs> Here, here's here's my point is that if you look at a likelihood of players to score two touchdowns any given week, Je- Josh Jacobs is like top five. I'm not kidding. He he does it more than anybody else. Yeah. Him and Jamal Williams. <laughs> Those multi touchdown weeks. So the safe money is on Jacobs over Ken Walker. He's done it twice this season, and so is Ken Walker. But Ken Walker has more overall touchdowns on the season than Josh Jacobs does. Right. Well, Josh, when Josh Jacobs scores a touchdown, he scores two touchdowns. It's like a stat. That's that's, that's cap. Week five and week ten, he only scored one. (laughs) Okay. Yep. We're gonna argue this all day. Two with one, and two with at least two. Yeah. But then look at look at Ken Walker. He took over midway through the season. Ken Walker took over in week six, and he scored one, two, one, two. And then last week against Tampa Bay, which it's Tampa Bay, uh, he did not score a touchdown. Tampa Bay's been bad against the run for like half this year. Tampa Bay still ranks pretty high against the run. Jacobs finished as RB1, RB3, RB1 in a stretch of three games this year. <laughs> You're just you're a Raider lover. You're going to argue this Dude, with me. I'm going to argue you this because Josh Jacobs is going to finish as an RB one this season, no matter and what. This week, the he's, Seahawks run D is not great. He's number four on the year. It's it's de- like Jacobs is going to see the volume and should be successful you're just against a the Seahawks hater run. Is D. the truth about it, dog? No, I don't hate Josh Jacobs. I'm not arguing with you on that. I'm saying the Raiders give up points to the running back position. And I'm like saying that crazy that Josh Jacobs is more likely to score two touchdowns than Ken Walker because of historical freaking points. I will say though that Adams is leading the league in receiving touchdowns. So that could hinder Josh Jacobs having a two touchdown game because Adams could do it. Well, so could DK or lock it. So yeah, you uh, that's uh, lock it, especially. I feel like this week, especially Lockett is the guy who's like really going to burn the Raiders D. 
Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump over to the Rams three and seven at Chiefs. That was too much on. on Sorry, yes. That game. (laughs) Matt, how do you feel about Matt Collins, Brandon? Did we talk about that at all? I wouldn't start him. It's not a good secondary for the Seahawks. I just, I think you have way better, with no bye weeks, I think you have way better options at flex. Probably. I would start Zach Jones, Curtis Samuel. I mean, there's way other, (laughs) like way more players that are probably even on your waivers that you could start. Uh, over or over Hollins. Um, Maybe. I don't know about that, but you probably have a third wide receiver, third or fourth wide receiver better than Hollins, at least. Yeah, probably. And probably a third running back that I'd rather start over him in most leagues. So, yeah. yeah. He's, he's lower on the flex list. All right. Yeah. We can go ahead. All right. Rams three and seven at Chiefs eight and two. Uh, 44 point over under Chiefs minus 14 and a half. And I think that's easily covered <laughs> with a yeah. undrafted free agent quarterback starting no running back game. Uh, you basically have Higby and I don't even know if I trust starting Higby. Um, I think this game's over quick. Um, I like yeah. Mahomes, Pacheco and Kelsey and Kansas city's defense. Those are my surefire starts. And I think that's all your surefire starts that you can have. Um you know, Kadarius Tony is interesting, but we saw that, yeah, they want to get him the ball and, you know, air quotes, but I don't know like how involved in the game plan he really is. Kelsey's always going to be the one that's involved in that game plan. Um, I think you could have worse starts than Kadarius Tony or MVS though, just because of what this game is going to be so early. So, but I think what Pacheco's about Sky Moore, who we saw a lot more involvement from last week. He's more interesting to me than Tony, but I don't want to start either one of them. I think I, I wouldn't start either, but yeah, I like Sky more a little bit more. I think he pretty much had as many targets last week as he'd had the entire season leading up to that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no chance I would start Kyron Williams or Cam Akers in this game. Because this game's going uh, this game's uh, gonna be over. I think we're all on the same page there. I just wanted to make sure we brought it up. So Yeah. I wouldn't start either one. So um, all right, well, let's go feel, over to the next wait, game. Okay. How do you feel about Tyler Higby? Because with a backup can, QB, I think he's kind of the I think safety he'd be blanket. A fine start. I think he'd be a fine start. <laughs> just, just because, like you said, he's a, he's a safety blanket for a a uh, young rookie quarterback. So against cool. the Chiefs defense that when they want to play, they can play. And I think they could take – they could – just pester this guy. You know, he's not ready yeah. for this. I think it's going to take one so. quarter to absolutely destroy his confidence and then the game's over, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. So you got the Saints four and seven at 49ers, six and four, uh, 43 and a half point over under 49ers minus nine and a half. And I think they cover that easily as well. Uh, this offense is just basically unstoppable. Um, it feels like that, that, dude. Have, now that they have all these weapons, I mean, I don't know who you guard. Ayuk has been playing fantastic. Uh, he's a great red zone target now for Jimmy G. Kittle's just George Kittle. I mean, after the catch, he's one of the best tight ends after the catch. Him and uh, Travis Kelsey are probably two of the best after the catch tight ends. Um, I'd say then, yeah, after the catch, regardless of position. Yeah, sure. yeah. Then you got Debo, CMC, you're starting them. Kamara, you're starting. We talked a little bit about Alave. Um, You're worried about Alave. I still think Alave is a start. Um, You know, I'm worried about Alave in regards to like other options. This, you know, I'm in a league where I'm the, you know, I have a chance at a championship this year in a dynasty league and I have a really good roster and chance. There's, well, it's always a chance, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, be six of us to make the playoffs and have a chance up in week twelve yet. <laughs> Anyways, as I was saying, I I have other options. You know, this week that in a week where there's no buys that look like they have a higher upside than Chris Olave. So, yeah. That's just I think, where I'm at. I think you, I think you can feel comfortable starting him though, personally. Sure. Uh, I just think they're airing the ball out. They're going to be behind, and they're going to have to air the ball out. And I think you could get some garbage time points out of Alave that'll 
that'll be pretty helpful for you. Um, same thing with John Johnson. He's like wide receiver number 11 on the season. And I think he just finishes lower than that. So just temper expectations. Do you think Juwan Johnson can keep the pace that he is on? Let's go. Yep. Keep it running with Juwan Johnson. I mean, it's hard to take. He's got a touchdown in three straight games, uh, over 40 yards in three straight games. Um, I Niners are a good D, so it's going to be tough. But yeah, he, he should still see the volume. Juwan Johnson or Greg Dulcich? Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, okay. That's what I went with. So good choice, guys. Uh, what about what about Elijah Mitchell? It's okay. The Saints aren't good again. Like I coming into this season, I thought they'd be one of the best run defenses in the NFL. It hasn't turned out that way. They're susceptible to the run, and that's what the Niners are good at and want to do. So uh, it could very well be a game where CMC and Mitchell just dominate this game. I could see that. I think this game could get, uh, you know, if this game gets out to a big enough lead, we could see similar to last week where Mitchell starts getting more carries toward the end of the game um, just so they don't risk injuring CMC. You know, yep. they don't want, they don't need to. And so you might as well use that second running back that can handle the load and still knows the playbook. So, um, yeah, I, I could see that happening again this week. Um, all right, well, let's jump over to the Packers four and seven at Eagles nine and one 46 and a half point over under Eagles minus seven. <laughs> this is the Sunday night football game. Uh, I think you're, you know, pretty much starting your stars in this game, you know, hurts Sanders. We talked a little bit about Aaron Jones, uh, before the show actually started that all one, right. He he worries me a little bit this week just because of the the Eagles. Um, but he has been a little bit more of a checkdown re- receiver for him uh, as a running back, obviously. But you know, I think you're still safe starting him. Um, you know, and then AJ Brown, you're starting obviously. What about Devonte Smith? Um, this Packers him up. secondary. Yeah, I think you could start him as well. Dude, now um, that Goddard's out, like Devonte Smith seems like a really safe play every week. Yep. Yep. What about Christian Watson? Let's go. Yep. You're, you're you're ready for it. You're just gonna keep going. Keep going. I am with it. Keep going. Okay. He's uh, a red zone I, I option I don't for for Aaron Rodgers, who he likes to one. throw in the red zone. So yes, let's go. Agreed. Fire it up. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, you got the Eagles winning this. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you think they cover the minus seven? Yep. I do too. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think they do as well. Probably like a 13 win. I think Aaron Jones has a fine game, by the way. I don't think he has like a, you know, massive ceiling game or anything, but he'll get enough work to get it done. Yeah. 10 to 15 Um, half points. That's what I was going to say as well. All right, let's hop into the Monday night game. Steelers three and seven at Colts four, six and one. They had a chance to flex this game out, and they didn't. They chose to make us watch it. Um, Goodness, 30, man. 39.5 point over-under. Colts minus 2.5. Um, I think you're safe. You, you know, you're, you're starting your your stars in this. You got Jonathan Taylor, Pittman, and then Pickens. You know, those are guys that I think are surefire starts. Um, Agreed. Now, what about, like, uh, Paris Campbell? Um, we've seen the targets stay up with him. Yep. Uh, are you, are you comfortable with him again this week? I, I think There's, in a PPR, you should be a hundred percent comfortable. Agreed. With him, yeah. In a PPR league, I think you can just go ahead and, and have him in your lineup. Um, there's some guys that I might weigh him against, you know, this, this week, as far as a flex option. Um, like I would play him over like Drake London. For instance. What about for Elijah sure. Mitchell? That's tough. Elijah Mitchell, yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd go I'd Mitchell. Go, I think I'd go Campbell. I think I'd go Campbell as well over Mitchell. Okay. Um, you know, you're safe starting Fryermuth. Uh, okay, what about so you got the two defenses here? Do you think both defenses are pretty decent flex options or like streaming I options? Think Steelers this week? D for sure is. I'm not sure about Colts D. I yeah, don't think I'd not. play the Colts D. I think I'd go with the Steelers D. Yeah, I, I think the Steelers defense, man, since they got Watt back again, they're yep. just, they're so much better. So um, I think you're safe there. Um, 
any other options in this game that you would consider? I mean, would you consider starting Pickett? Yeah, I don't hate that. In that car I, range? Sure. Yeah, I would start Carr over him. I I mean, I'd probably start him if you had Cousins. What about Aaron Rodgers? We didn't even talk about that. Aaron Rodgers at the I Eagles. Would, I would not start Aaron Rodgers. Me either. I, I would I start Carr and Pickett over to. Rodgers. I'm yeah, forced see. to in our two QB league. Would but, you start Matt Ryan um, over him? Um, I don't think I would. I think yes. I would still play Rodgers. I think I'd start Matt Ryan. <sighs> That's. I hope that nobody has to go through that choice. Uh, no, I'm talking about no. like Derek Carr Never seems mind. like he's safe above all of those guys this week for yeah, sure. I think I'd start Aaron Rodgers over Matt Ryan. Yeah, I probably would too. I I think the Steelers defense eats him up. Yeah, I think he gets sacked six times. He yep. can get demolished. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that'll do it for the Week Twelve preview. Um, I can't believe we're already into Week Twelve. We're uh, two or three weeks away from playoffs. Um, now's the time to start looking at stacking those defenses and you know stashing some of those those uh, players for the playoffs. Looking at you know playoff matchups and. Um, if Looking you can at, uh, go make a trade, I just made a last minute, pretty much heading into the trade deadline trade of uh, Debo Samuel for Najee Harris in a league where I really needed a running back and the Najee owner had really needed a wide receiver. So it made now sense you take for both Camaro of our teams. For me. Now you should take Camaro <laughs> for me for Amon Ross St. Brown. I sent it. I sent it. It's sent. So you know. <laughs> it's it's in your inbox, Jordan. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna take it. Just be ready hey, for it. Just, since just it's gonna be Thanksgiving accept. tomorrow, guys, just give me a quick. What are you thankful for in fantasy football right now? In fantasy football, my dynasty roster, dude. Same. Yeah, for real. But <laughs> I t- I took that team from nothing to currently the number one seed, and I'm very proud of that. Like it is, it has done what I wanted it to do and it's been a fun ride and I can't wait for the playoffs in that league. Like having that, having one team where like pretty much the whole year I've known, okay, this team's a playoff team. I don't have to worry about it a lot. I make sure I set my lineup. I check waivers for, you know, just to see if there's anything valuable out there, but, you know, the, it, it's pretty much just like go with it. I take the wins. I take the losses. It doesn't matter. That team's making the playoffs. They're too yeah, good. It's just, nice to have something like stack that. Up and we, we get ready for it. And, yeah. you know, honestly, uh, something else is like, I'm, I'm thankful for this podcast. Honestly, it's yeah, been, uh, me too. It's been a lot of fun. And, and <laughs> you guys, uh, yeah, you know, having the people actually listening out there, it, it means a lot. So, you know, hopefully we can keep this going over the next few seasons and not stop and just have keep having fun with it and help people build those rosters the same way that, you know, we've been building ours. That's well put, Brandon. Thanks, brother. Yeah, love you, man. Uh, sorry to get all sentimental on everybody, but, you know. Well, let me tell you Thanksgiving. Guys, this quick. is the time. I'm thankful for Austin Eckler. <laughs> RB1. <laughs> in a half point PPR setting. And, you know, I touted this man for years and you've been the Eckler stand. It's like, it's almost like he finished RB two last year and we'll probably finish RB one this year. And everybody should have been touting him like that. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what I'm thankful for. Thank you listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's all right. Nick Chubb's coming for it. I am just, I'm proud of Nick Chubb. I got to say that because everyone kind of wrote it. They wrote him off this year. You know, he was going in the third round in a lot of leagues and look at what he's doing, you know? So yeah, he's that's incredible. It's very nice. Very nice. So. All right. Well, you guys can find us on our main Twitter at best coast FF. You can find me at BCFF underscore Brandon. You can find me at BCFF underscore Jordan. And you know I'm at BCFF Josh. 
All right. Well, thank you everybody so much. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy football tomorrow and the time you get to spend with your, your family and friends and, and all that. And we wish everybody the best and we'll, uh, we'll see you guys again on Friday for sure. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's get it.